afternoon. It is 1.35 and it's time to look at our state. Each week we're going to talk to experts and influential South Aussies about the issues that matter most to our economy, well-being, future, basically you and me. And never before has interest in Adelaide been so high. Now, I know it may not feel like it at the moment, on occasions with news of businesses closing, etc., with the power, etc., we all talk about that a lot. But around the world, people are eyeing off South Australia as a really attractive place to do business, to invest in, to travel to, to be educated in, and also for South Australian businesses to go global, to sell us to the world. Our brand is so attractive to millions right now around the uh, around the world. And right now in studio, I'm joined by Mark Duffy, who is the Chief Executive of the Department of State Development. Also, Andrew Townsend, Engineering Sales Director for Micromet Water Management. Gentlemen, good afternoon. Good, good afternoon, afternoon, Jay. Really nice to have you. As I just touched on before, the South Australian Government has huge plans to support South Australian companies that are looking to expand to the global market. Can you explain that? How are you helping them out? Well, the the department is uh, running a very effective and very complex set of policies to basically assist local producers to take their products to the world. Mm -hmm. So the, the government is looking at areas where we have an existing advantage or we have relationships. China's a good example at the moment. And we're taking people, we're taking our businesses to those countries and we're also bringing delegations of of uh, purchasers and interested players back into South Australia and showing them what our capacity and the quality of our product is. Uh, and we are also focusing on attracting new investment into South Australia. So it's not just trade, it's also attracting new investment opportunities into South Australia. Uh, I've just handed you over a document that the government released about three weeks ago, which is available on our website, mm-hmm. and it's it's one of the best government documents I've ever seen, and I congratulate my agency for putting it together, because what it does is it explains the policy framework for what the state government is doing. It also provides advice and assistance for um, potential exporters uh, and potential investors on on the programs that the government is making available. So, in summary, the government recognises that trade particularly for a smaller state like South Australia, is absolutely fundamental to generating jobs. Uh, The the countries that are outward-focused tend to be growing faster and generating more employment opportunities. So trade is fundamental to the state government's economic philosophy and focus. Talk to me about what kind of businesses... I guess let's talk, let's talk about China at the moment because we know we're just doing incredible things with China and, you know, I guess with Southern China Airways opening up here. I think our, our student numbers are at an all-time high and visitors to South Australia from China are also at an all-time high as well. What kind of businesses are they looking at bringing to us? And secondly, what kind of businesses are we looking at sending to China? Well, again, you would look at, at the state government is, is asking the business community to identify for themselves who, who they, what product, what, what businesses they want to take forth into the world. Yeah. Um, but if you think about uh, a very good phrase that was, was coined, I think, by the head of our um, Economic Development Board 
uh, Raymond Spencer is the idea that that uh, South Australia won't be the food bowl, but it will be the delicatessen. And it's a very good way of thinking about it. We've got a very high reputation for clean product. We've got world's best wines and a whole range of other foods. So that's that's a very good focus right there, which is consistent with what South Australia's traditional industry is capable of developing. In addition, this is very much a university town, and you can see it on the streets, um, mm. how effective... Um, our promotion of the university sector has been for generating what's effectively exports. You've got people coming in and buying the services of universities. So there's, in a, in a sense, there's two good examples of the variety that's available to us, as well as minerals and the other things we do, but traditional products that we've got an excellent reputation in, but focusing at the high end of the market uh, and and education services, which is critical to the, the development of Adelaide in particular. I guess, Andrew opening the door to South Australia and us to the world. Absolutely. Um, One of the products that uh, China is really interested in from the experience we've had going over a couple of times with the delegations, um, and we probably don't give ourselves enough credit here in South Australia for our environmental um, remediation controls, laws. They are very interested Mm. in all those aspects of how do we clean things up, how do we stop things from getting polluted in the first place. So certainly South Australia has terrific wine and all of the things that Mark said, but one of the things I don't think we give ourselves enough credit for is this environmental, this clean environment that we're managing to maintain as a clean environment, and China's very interested in how they can uh, emulate that. Mm. I mean, and clean eating is certainly high on their agenda as well, and you look at the Burger Theory guys, two great South Australians that are, I guess, only weeks away from opening their first restaurants over there. That's a fantastic success story. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. And that could be anyone here. Oh, absolutely. It's it's a matter of getting, as we say, the right partner. Um, and to that end, the uh, trade delegations that the Premier leads each year are really, really helpful. We get access to people that we wouldn't generally get access to. Um, so, yeah, I agree. So talk to me about India. That's also on your list of countries where, you know, you're committed to promoting South Australia's, you know, international connections, engagement and, you know, new ideas. What's India's interest in South Australia and vice versa? Well, it's not dissimilar to China's in that I got back uh, a couple of weeks ago from Bangalore having a look at a lake that was so polluted it caught fire. Um, So they've certainly got a lot of the same environmental challenges and there's a whole host of South Australian businesses with products and services already starting to engage in India and I think that's going to lead to a lot of of success for South Australia and, and job creation. And what about Southeast Asia? Same again, although the issues there are slightly different. It's more, in terms of the field I can talk about, water, uh, it's more they don't have a lot of storage, they don't have a lot of areas they can store water, so recycling water and and stopping pollution from getting into the small water storages they do have, uh, sort of top of their list. And so have we got companies here in South Australia that are going over and and helping with that? Absolutely, absolutely. There's a a whole host, particularly companies like Micromet, of course, Hydradis, AMS um, and Ziltech, a a whole number of um, companies that have uh, been able to take these technologies at the right price with the right partners and start to get some traction in these markets.
And there's also North Asia as well. What's attractive there? Well, I think um, the one thing that the state has tried to do is to try to bundle its focus, not to spread itself too thinly, but to, to bundle its focus around the areas that it's that it's already established um, a good beachhead in, if you like. Um, but but many of the same products and many of the same issues apply across the region. It's, the water one is particularly interesting because it really goes back to to the advantage of a state that's the driest state on the driest continent, we've been dealing with water issues for our entire existence. Mm. And so you would expect that we have developed um, from dry farm technologies to to the sort of husbanding of water, of a scarce resource, recycling, all those issues. We've got expertise. And so that's the sort of thing that these trade missions are helping us to focus on and to give local businesses the opportunity to see that what they're doing locally uh, because of the environment that's generated their business here is also giving them the capacity, uh, properly guided, to sell their product and services across the world. So I think the water one is actually a really good example of where we do something locally but we don't necessarily know it's world best because we haven't necessarily had a tradition of trying to sell it elsewhere. But now that we've focused on it, and this good man here even cites his competitors, that's part of the decency <laughs> of these delegations, that they're competitors but they're also colleagues together trying to sell the state and their, and their, uh, and their services. And you raise a really good point, Mark. I mean, we achieve a lot more when we're actually working with some of these competitors. Uh, the scale of these markets, Jade, is... is mind-blowing compared to what we're used to here so we may have a production of say five units a month china will wants 50 or 60 units a month india the same southeast asia etc so quite often bringing together a couple of different companies and a couple of different so you actually get a lot more traction more quickly and south australia we found by and large is really good uh the, the companies were happy to sit down together and work their way through to a a good agreement and then you can go forward and take these technologies into these uh, markets that need them so desperately uh, farming is that on their radar as well you know our, our beef products and and chicken and all that sort of stuff, you know, I touched on clean, fresh eating before. Yep. Is that something that the rest of the world want us for? I think I think that's that's an established fact, but I think that we as a state have got the added advantage of that green the, 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 we're, we're the number five destination on the Lonely Planet where the Economist magazine has seen us as one of the five as best cities in the world to live in we have a culture here that's as you mentioned earlier focusing on 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 uh, fine dining and restaurant um uh innovation as well as the wine culture so so the question as we go forward is how do we add more value here mm. and how do we aim more for the the middle and upper ends of the market across the field and i, and I think the the government's focused on that and i think the industry's focused on that and i think again as 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 our trading partners move into a larger proportion of their population being middle class and having disposable income to spend on these sorts of uh, products, we will be very well placed in the future if we continue to pursue these sorts of trade policies. We are going to take a very short break, but we're looking at our state and I've got Mark Duffy, Chief Executive of the Department of State Development and also Andrew Townsend, Engineering Sales Director at Micromet Water Management. We're talking about 
the South Australian government's really big push to support South Australian companies looking to expand overseas. Stay with us. This is Jade Robran. Good afternoon. It is 1.50 on this lovely Monday afternoon. But as I look outside my studio window, it looks like the storms are rolling in. Dark clouds out there. But in here, we're talking about our state. Earlier in the show, I mentioned each week we're going to talk to experts and influential South Aussies about the issues that matter to us most. What affects you and I, our economy, our future, our well-being? And right now we're talking to Mark Duffy, the Chief Executive of the Department of State Development and also Andrew Townsend, Engineering Sales Director at Micromet Water Management. Gentlemen, we're talking about China and, I mean, we hear it's this multi-billion dollar industry. There's money for the taking there and they want us, they want a piece of South Australia Australia as well, but how do you get a piece of that pie? Well, you can get caught in um, a maze, if you like, and, and spend a lot of time and money uh, not getting any traction. I would suggest businesses out there that are looking to approach the China market, firstly, talk to your industry association. We have a terrific one in water, the Water Industry Alliance. Um, secondly, try and attend one of these um, uh, Premier-led delegations. That will give you access to people at the top level. If you get caught down the bottom, you will spin your wheels for, for potentially years and, and cost a great deal of money. So that would be the, the first two steps I would take, Jade, is one, talk to your industry association. They quite often are working with Department of State Development already. And then secondly, attend one of these DSD um, uh, trips over to China and, and meet some people that really are decision makers and really can help you get your business out there. But a, a strong partner is probably the most important thing in China. I was in Qingdao oh, August of last year for the Royal Croquet Club slash Royal Adelaide Club event and the Chinese just really, really want to get to know Australia's product. They were obsessed with South Australia's produce, Yolumba wine, Cooper's beer, our burgers, fish and chips, and, and just our way of life as well. So it's, it's a time that's really ripe for the picking, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And as I say, the, um, the opportunity in China, um, is best harnessed with a good partner. They will be able to, uh, negotiate. There's some very complex laws, the um, IP, patents, etc are actually dealt with regionally rather than nationally whilst they have a national law uh, and, and it can be approached different uh, differently in each region. Um, so certainly there, there's a number of um, advantages through working with DSD to help guide you to the right people. And Mark, are there grants to help businesses out there? There are. We have a range of programs and they are all available in quite simple terms on on the website but just want to pick up some of those points there, yeah. they're really interesting first of all the states in south australia have been working with austrade and this goes to the idea of uh, the government providing the value and doing the work and getting the cultural knowledge and getting and getting 
the, themselves in a position to say to businesses, this is the space we can operate in, these are the things you need to avoid, saves a lot of time walking in with none of that background. So um, I think the idea of, of focusing on uh, allowing the governments, uh, with, with the assistance of Austrade, but we've got our own um, staffers embedded in Austrade offices around these areas, and they're selling South Australia through the Australian trade um, structure. And they getting to understand what the cultural tricks are and what the rules and, and laws and all the rest of it are, and also understanding what what are the sorts of things that we should be focusing on uh, that are going to be interesting to to the country. So, I think this is I'm really seeing the value getting up close to this now of of firstly the states working with Aus, Austrade, and secondly having some of our people in these critical places on the ground focusing on South Australia in a way that Australia can't at that level of detail because they're looking after the whole country. So this is a value add for both the organisations. They get a boost for South Australia. South Australia gets to leverage off their existing operations. So it's a very... It's a quite a clever operation, but the fundamental thing is that we understand what the culture is that we're going into and understand what they want from us, uh, and that helps these delegations uh, come back with serious contract possibilities. And isn't it interesting, because if you don't understand that right from the get-go, then you could almost kiss your dream Just goodbye wait, right there in the first five you're minutes. Probably, you're probably wasting your time, basically. Yeah. And yeah. your money. And your money. That's it. <laughs> uh, Mark, what's your philosophy or your thoughts on trade v keeping things at home here in South Australia? Uh, I think it's a, it's a really good question for us to talk about, particularly with Donald Trump and the focus on America first. Um, we don't really have the luxury in South Australia. Some people say Sydney now is big enough to basically generate its own economic growth. That may or may not be true, but there's no doubt that Adelaide and South Australia has to look outwards, and it has to look outwards for a number of reasons. It needs it needs it needs new capital that we can't raise here, uh, and we've got opportunities if we can if we can share them with people who've got capital. It also needs to sell the products it's developing here, and it needs to do that in in an increasing way because it needs to say to, to South Australians and to young South Australians, if you've got something that you're passionate about, pursue your passion, uh, because the market. The market's not just Adelaide or the market's not just South Australia or the market's not just Australia. Your market could be international. Now, there's two people I know who have pursued their passion in recent times we've seen, Sia and her bass player who also writes song for Adele. They've oh. pursued their passion, they've got their education, they've learnt their art in Adelaide, but they've gone out to the world and they're internationally massive successes. Mm. So Sam Dixon now has a Grammy for writing songs with Adele. Now that's what we should be telling all of our kids in Adelaide. Follow your passion, the government should support you to pursue those things, but look to the world because the world is now with technology a very small place and 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 that is why uh, we can confidently think that we've gotten over refrigeration we've gotten over shipping but a lot of the things that we'll be selling now are services and things from the mine they're they're they're, they're products of the mine not necessarily physical products and i think that's where we're going into which makes a university city like adelaide such a great potential to create the products of the future so those that are sitting at home right now i touched on the burger theory guys and also your Lumber and Coopers. So we've got two guys that have just started out in the kitchen that are mates from uni, all the way through to huge, big, global companies. So it really is from there 
right down to grassroots, isn't it? So for those that are listening, what's your message to people if they're thinking, oh, maybe I've got an idea? Yep. I think the first thing is collaborating. Collaborate with others. Get other people involved in your passion. Find other people who are passionate in similar ways. Find people who are passionate in different ways and mix things together. I think the world we live in is about blending things. So getting one plus one equals three or some whole new thing that we didn't see coming. Mm. Um, and stay with your passion, but be realistic as well. Keep yourself, keep yourself doing other things. Um, but flexibility, passion and collaboration. And then l- allow... Um, allow what we're doing, existing businesses, to demonstrate how you can, uh, while you're getting your product together, the government and the existing operators are going to demonstrate how we can increase our sales, not just in South Australia, not just in Australia, but across the world. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. Mark, Andrew, it was always always a pleasure to talk about our great state and ways that we can improve it. I appreciate your time.